You're listening to What She Said, a podcast for creatives and new bloggers hosted by me, Lucy Sharif, a freelance journalist and blogger living in Welcome to the first ever episode of What She Said. In this episode, I chat to my good friend, Jen Lothrop, who runs the blog She Gets Around, as well as as a successful freelance career too. We talk about the many facets freelancing can take and glean some tips from her entrepreneurial brain. She has some awesome tips for new bloggers um, and she shares a game changer of an SEO tip. So I really hope you enjoy it. Hi, Jen. Hi, Lucy. <laughs> this is going to be a really awesome podcast because we're actual real life friends as well Yay. as online friends. <laughs> I think it's actually our year anniversary. Oh my God, it totally is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just to... had something come up about Traverse last year. Oh. So it's actually our one year anniversary. So we need to go to Dishoom for brunch again. I think we maybe do. Yeah. With the baby. Yes. And maybe even Michael Ball. And Sinbad. And Sinbad, Sinbad, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. Obviously. (laughs) Do you want to get started by just introducing yourself, um, talking Mm. about your blogging journey, how you got started, what you're doing now? Yeah, cool. So, um, I'm Jen. I write the travel blog She Gets Around. Um, it has been running, this is where I'm actually going to forget. I think it's, I think this year is seven years, I think. Um, and so I started it when I was going traveling, um, around Asia for what was going to be kind of indefinitely traveling the world, but I ended up only going for nine months, but that's a whole nother story. Only. Um, <laughs> yeah, only nine months. And, um, yeah, so I started it. I'd, I'd written a couple of blogs before on like blogger.com or something, whatever it is. Um, when I'd been on like three week holidays and written kind of every day of what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then when I went traveling longer term, I was like, I want an actual proper website. And I was sat having lunch, Sunday lunch with some friends and, um, we were talking about it and, it was the time that I decided I was going to go traveling that I decided the name of my blog and it was basically I'd had another crappy boy had let me down and um I was I was about to buy a house and that fell through and I wasn't really enjoying my job or I was kind of like over it and ready for the next thing and my friends were like well you've always wanted to go traveling why don't you do it you've like you've got the money you've got um you don't have a boyfriend like you're not that fussed about your job anyway and I was like oh my god yes this is like the perfect time and um and I was like and I could blog about it and they were like yeah and you could like date your way around the world and I was like yeah and then, <laughs> and then we were like and we can you could call it she gets around I was like oh my god yeah and it was just like one of those this like two minute conversation that was just like yes 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 and so um so yeah, so that I uh, that was it really. That kind of what started it and where the name came from. And so then my plan was to travel and volunteer my way around the world because I worked in volunteering before in um, student volunteering. Mm-hmm. So um, I did actually have two blogs originally. I had one that was Volunteer Addict and one that was She Gets Around. So one was about travel and dating. And the idea was it was about different dating cultures around the world and dating different people as I moved around the world. Um, and then the other one was on volunteering. Um, I've since merged the volunteering one with She Gets Around, so I've just got, like, a volunteering section. Um, But, yeah, so I went travelling, started writing, realised not long in that actually I'm a bit crap of writing about dating because I don't like to offend people too much. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And the good stories were always the bad ones. And then I got worried that they'd read them and it would kind of 
um yeah and I'd upset them and and also dating people from different cultures is also quite hard especially when they know that you're dating them to write about them yeah and then it doesn't become a proper date and anyway so um so yeah so that's how the blog started and I do I did still carry on writing about dating for a while but then I got boyfriends that stopped that as well um (laughs) And yeah, but I've always kept up with the travel and it was when I came back from traveling that I started to like go to networking events and stuff and realized that people do this for a living. Though it was, it wasn't really a proper living then. It was still kind of people starting to make a bit of money. Like there were very few people that were actually doing it as a full-time job. And you were at Um, like first London chapter of Travel Massive, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was right at the beginning when it was literally about 10 of us sat in a pub having a drink and (laughs) talking about. And, you know, back then we actually talked about travel. And that's one thing that I always get upset about at every Traverse event is all it's about stats and numbers and all that. But um, it was it was quite fun that we'd actually just talk about where we've been traveling and where we wanted to go. So it was quite different. But um, but yeah, so so then it's kind of just stayed with me really I never really thought I'd be a blogger but then I became one um, and carried on doing it alongside my job um, and then it was come a year and a half ago now I think that I maybe it's even two I'm so crap with time um, <laughs> and at some point in the last year to two and a half years I went freelance and um, and so that was kind of partly to focus more on my blog but also to do other freelance work and basically to work for myself it's kind of what I've always known that I want to do um and I've just never really thought wondered known how um and so now I am and I mean it's yes it's been about two years now and it definitely keeps getting better and even though there's really crappy days the crappy days are still better than a normal day in an office of a full-time job it's like there's not one part of me that regrets it. It's like the best decision I ever made was to go freelance. And you're smashing um, it this year as well. Yeah, the last couple of months are going, well, last few months are going really well. Like it's so up and down. And I think that's one of the things with freelance is, I mean, in, in January, I was like crying at my friend's kitchen table because I'd bought a house at the end of last year and had a, I've got a massive mortgage to pay and I've got crap loads of renovation costs and suddenly like my work disappeared and I was having a bit of a panic attack but then something came along and then more stuff came along and yeah now it's doing really really well and I'm hoping it'll keep it up but we'll yeah. see there'll probably be another low but then there'll be another high and yeah. the highs are amazing so it's all worth it in the that's end. so true um, yeah how much would you say that your blog has led to your freelance work because actually well obviously I know what you do freelance yeah wise. Um, but do you want to talk a little bit about what it is that you actually do so I mean what I do changes all the time and I think that's one thing with being freelance is um especially at the beginning you've kind of got to go where the money is and so you start just like doing stuff and then one thing leads to another and and I seem to be like a expert in something different all the time (laughs) Um, that sounds really bad but um but no like this you can I think the thing with freelance is you've got to be constantly on your game and constantly learning and 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 learning the updates and new stuff and so I do a lot of digital marketing a bit of adwords a bit of seo social media um I've started doing some ux stuff um kind of website design um, and write a lot of content just to jump in ux is user experience 
Yes. So, yeah, so basically mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, user experience. Um, yeah, I had to look that up not that long ago. Um, <laughs> and you get paid and, uh, to do it. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so it's basically kind of primarily websites and then apps and stuff, but making it as user-friendly as possible. So kind of if you go on a website, how do I make the process of you getting whatever the reason you went to that website, how do you make it as easy as possible for you to do that thing? Yeah. Um, so it's actually really interesting actually really enjoy it um it's something that I want to keep doing definitely so so yeah so I do all sorts and then obviously I also do my blog and it kind of swings and roundabout really as to how it um what how much I do of one or the other at the moment there's a lot more freelance work than blogging just because I've that's at the moment where more money is and I need the money to renovate my house but last year it was more about the blog um, and I did a lot more travels so it really fluctuates but I like that I like that it's different um and that's one of the reasons I love freelance and I feel like there was an original question that I haven't answered no 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 you have you have (laughs) (laughs) I was just uh, I was just asking what it is that you do in your freelance work and and how blogging kind of plays into that oh yeah so the blogging thing that was the question um I remember now um (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah so it's literally pretty much everything I've learned through my uh, that I do for freelance work I've learned through my blog um like a lot there are other bits that I obviously gained skills through my full-time jobs I had before as well but even my full-time jobs I got a lot of those because of the skills I'd learned from my blog oh really um, that's interesting yeah like massively like social media for example yeah, like I'm good point. completely yeah. self-taught by doing it myself through my blog and I'll like trial things on my blog that I can then kind of if they work use them with a client and um so yeah so it's it's definitely um they don't necessarily find me from my blog because my clients a lot of my clients aren't travel clients yeah um but the skills that I've got from that are just it's yeah it's all what I use in my freelance work so so going back to when you started your blog um in the early days obviously like most people you started Mm. it when you were traveling just have a bit of a laugh probably Mm. actually you were taking a bit more seriously given that you started with a proper website and all the rest of it when did Mm. you start to monetize it and take it more seriously um Um, it's hard to say like I'd I'd say probably like a couple of years in was when I started to make a bit of money from it but it was literally like small change not very much at all um and then it was from going to conferences that I kind of learned a lot of like what other people were doing and it was actually what started me on the kind of press trip bandwagon so to speak um was through winning um a trip at a conference was that the one where you got the plane uh no that was my friend that got the plane Uh, I just went with them yeah yeah uh what was the first one I think um so one of the first conferences that doesn't exist anymore uh, when you got a conference ticket at the end of it you got a like three-day press trip so you picked like those different trips and you'd pick one and get to go on one so that was probably my first ever press trip just from going to the conference and then another conference I won a trip and then from that I won another trip and then I I won I I became like the conference prize winner (laughs) and and used to annoy everyone by winning all the trips I'm pretty sure my name's now haven't you? I've, no, I've probably never. won about six. Like, I'm not even joking. Have you won anything um, at WTM ever? Because I never win anything there either. 
Oh, don't get me started on that. I did. <gasps> oh, yes. They yes. Sorry, that's a sore point. Yeah. That's a sore point. Yes. Should have won flights to Sri Lanka, yeah. but apparently not. Yeah. Um, Sorry about no, that. it's all been traverse <laughs> mainly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I mean, that's one thing if you're starting out, like enter all the competitions, especially at conferences, because the, the pool of people is so small. Like if there's that's true. 300 people at a conference, you've got a and not everyone enters that's it's amazing how many people don't enter yeah that's really um, really true actually. <laughs> so often you might have like a one in 20 one in 50 chance of winning a holiday um mm. which is actually pretty high so yeah. um so that's what started me off and that's what kind of helped me gain kind of relationships with um tourism boards and and travel brands and from that I then got case studies to use for future trips and that's kind of how it how it continued really that's a really good tip actually yeah. because a lot of the time it's about um if that's something that you want to do you go on pre- more press trips then a lot of the time it's about cultivating relationships with prs because i remember yeah. you telling me this a pr when they're planning who they want to go on a press trip with it doesn't yeah it, like one of the factors that's going to play into it is whether you're professional whether you're nice whether you're a nice person yeah because yeah obviously they're going to be looking at the deliverables and stats and all the rest of it but if you're a complete douchebag and they know that you're a pain to work with then they're probably going to put you at the bottom of the pile anyway it's so true and it's also the same with other bloggers as well like a lot of my trips have come through my blogger friends and like if they can't go on a trip they might recommend me or if or if they're going on a trip and then the PR might say do you know other people and then because they'll want to go away with their friends so they'll suggest their friends so it's so much about networking like with anything like go to the conferences make go to blogger networking events like meet with people like that's how you get the connections like it's very rare that someone will completely randomly just find your blog and invite you away on some amazing trip for a week like yeah. it's especially yeah. nowadays there's so many blogs out there that you've got yeah, to exactly. make yourself stand out a little bit if that's what you want yeah. to do if you want to go on press trips um would you say there's a bit of a downside to press trips though because I'm very aware that there's quite a lot of it looks they well okay so we've both been on them obviously yeah and they they can look a lot better than they are yeah um yeah so I think um press trips they really vary for one when you're going away with people you'll know they're generally a lot better than when you're going away with strangers um they're very different if you go with just bloggers versus blogger bloggers and more traditional journalists um I know you're both but generally the journalists are like look down upon bloggers and And get annoyed when people are taking 50 million pages of their food and all that kind of stuff uh, Michael uh, uh, from Traverse for people that don't Mm. know um if when he's working with brands and PRs and stuff he will encourage them not to necessarily put bloggers and journalists on the same trip because they they do a completely different function the reason I like going as a journalist is basically because it's easier (laughs) yeah well exactly it's so much easier that's the thing and it's like sometimes I'll go on a press trip and one one they want to fit in as much as they possibly can so it's really tiring you're like 
up at seven in the morning and you've got to, you know, politely carry on drinking cocktails till 11 o'clock on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really hard life. Yeah. Like, yeah, but it is actually. When you quite... complain about this stuff, you seem like the most ridiculous person. Like, <laughs> I had to go to a spa, I had to go honey tasting, I had to go on a walk, <laughs> I had to go for a five-course meal. Like, it is really um, tiring though, especially when It you, is yeah. so tiring. And when you've got to like catch up with putting stuff on social media and then it's, yeah it's really draining and then by the end of it you've done so much you've forgotten what you've done and it's (laughs) to focus on what you want to write write about and sometimes they'll they'll have often if if you're doing like six things in a day they'll have probably promised every person every company or whatever that you visited that you're going to write about them yeah and you're not like you're going to pick what you want to write about and so and often there's a clear winner of something that you do that's a lot better than the rest and every blogger will end up writing about the same thing um I always have this horrendous guilt trip about that but um (laughs) um but yeah it's some press trips they massively vary some are a lot better than others some are a lot more organized than others but I think PRs are learning that we need more downtime that we need like a bit of freedom to like do our own thing even if we have like an afternoon free and some are getting better, but some just really aren't. Like it's yeah. Um, it's I'm, I don't go on as many anymore, but I don't think as many happen. I think more PRs are doing more individual yes. trips. Yeah, I've noticed. Um, that also. Yeah, which I think so, is better because I yeah. Think I was talking to um, somebody else about this recently, and um, we were saying that an independent trip is actually, I mean, it's, it's better for us, the people going on it the mm. content creator but it's also better for the the content that's going to be created because you're not going to get exactly the same that's another thing probably I should explain mm. is um there are blogger collectives out there where they're almost run like an agency aren't they yeah um but if if you're on one of those campaigns there's pros and cons obviously it's brilliant because you're being managed kind of a bit more professionally you will get a lot more downtime etc etc but the content that's produced tends to be the same times yeah six (laughs) yeah exactly I mean obviously not to talk shit about them at all but um, yeah I think it's I think they're learning I think things are getting better and I think bloggers are getting more savvy and being more kind of like this is what I want take it or leave it and as you get bigger you can do that more whereas when you're starting up you're probably just going to say yes to everything and yeah. go with the flow. So it's, yeah. That's and, and that's the thing. There'll always be people that will say yes to everything. But That's it, a good point, actually, yeah. yeah. And, you don't, and you don't have to be one of those people. If you genuinely don't, don't feel like if this isn't the right fit for you or you think you're going to be taken advantage of or whatever, yeah. that you'll never get another opportunity because that's not true. Like, it's, it's good to kind of know your own worth and know your value yeah exactly because Definitely. we've both said no to stuff and we still get yeah. employed so it's fine yeah it's not a problem yeah um exactly. what would you say some of your biggest lessons and stumbling blocks have been along the way as a blogger um oh my god there's so many but I still do them so it's <laughs> like <laughs> all the lessons I've learned and then destroyed <laughs> Um, oh, I don't even know where to begin, really. Like, there's just, um, 
there's the there's the how I'd like to do things and then there's the reality (laughs) and um the thing is everything takes time and you think that like oh I'll just bash out a quick blog post and post it up and there we go lovely um but it doesn't work like that like if you really want to do it properly um you've got to do a nice pinterest image or like two or three pinterest images you've got to schedule it on twitter like a few times you want to schedule it on facebook once or twice you want to put two or three instagram photos up that link with the blog you want to check some keywords and do a bit of seo like there's there's so much if you really want to make it work and i rarely do all of that for every blog post (laughs) um So um, I think for me, it would be kind of having a process of sorts for each time you kind of post something up, um, go through the motions of each thing that you want to do and do it. Um, uh, One thing that I learned from, so I I did, um, I was one of Monica's um, guinea pigs for her blogger course. She does a blogging course called The Blogger Course. And that's Um, Monica Stop the Travel Hack. Yes, the so travel hack, yes. I will link um, to it in the show notes. Okay, cool, which is really good. So she made a point that with when you've written a blog post, um, search on Google for a, like the same title or you know the same topic area. So say you're writing a blog post of like top things to do in Barcelona, Google top things to do in Barcelona or things to do in Barcelona or whatever, and look at what comes up at the top and um, figure out what how you can make your blog post better. Um, which I thought was a really That's good a really point good tip. Um, and not something that I do at all ever oh, but man. now I want to and it's like there are so many blog posts out there so many people writing the same stuff um, that if you want to get higher up there you've got to make it better than what's already up there or different, so, um, different. or different yeah 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 exactly so you know like top 10 things to do in Barcelona has probably been written like 5,000 times yeah um, so it's you know, yeah, how can you make yours unique um, and different and better than what's already out there? Uh, oh, that's so, yeah. really interesting. Yes, there's absolutely tons you can do. I mean, I don't do half of it, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, you know what yes, you I know. could be doing. But I, that's I, half the trick. But, you know, like, one of my biggest things is that I don't really believe in in rules as such anyway so yeah I kind of think it's if you've got like yeah the stuff that I do for each blog post but also mm. if you don't do it like yeah who it's cares not, yeah. It's so much more exactly yeah, and the thing and Most part of the fun of being a blogger is that you're working for yourself and yeah. you're doing what you want to do and writing about what you want to write about and there are so many people that are kind of, oh, you shouldn't accept sponsored posts or, yeah. oh, you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that and why haven't you done that and your blog should look like this and, like, no, it can look and do whatever the hell you want it to do as long as you're legal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's up to you. It's your blog. And I think sometimes when you are being completely true to yourself, that's when you can actually do better. So uh, Yeah, I completely agree. I completely yeah. agree. I actually think that... Um, one of the journeys that almost every single person goes through, especially when you're, whether you're a blogger or an Instagram or a YouTuber, or whatever, you'll you'll be creating, creating, creating. You'll hit a peak and be like, oh, I like this, and then suddenly you'll start looking at other people, start mm. listening to the rules in inverted commas, um, and then and then and think you need to change things mm. um, before kind of coming out of that and and being like fuck it I'll I'll create what I want and as soon as you get to that stage where you're like 
yes, I'm just creating because I love to create, I want to write about this or whatever, without the constraints of what other people are telling you you should be doing. Yeah. Um, that's when you kind of hit a roll, I I think, I don't know. And I guess yeah. for you, initially you started out talking about different dating cultures, like travel and dating. Yeah. But then you realised that that wasn't going to work and so you just stopped writing about it. Yeah. You could have stuck stuck with that because you were like, no, but that's my name, blah, 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 blah. I know. Well, that's the thing. Like every time I tell people the name of my blog and like the original premise behind it, everyone's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. That's such a good idea. That's so unique. Like, ah, and I'm like, yeah. And I get all excited. I'm like, yeah, I really need to actually do this properly. (laughs) And then I kind of get home and I'm like, oh, but I don't actually want to write about that. (laughs) And so I don't. And I've kind of been putting off, um, I guess, kind of telling people that I'm not writing about it yeah. and I've just kind of stopped which I think is fine in some ways too but yeah yeah it's it's very much about doing what you want to do and your blog kind of changes as you change yeah. and and I think that's okay too and people worry about losing their readers but then you'll probably gain new readers but then a lot of your readers probably follow you for you anyway so yes. as you change like you've you know your blog's changed right because yeah. you've wrote a lot about travel and now you write less about travel and you're obviously about to have a baby and so there'll be there's been a lot of baby stuff and pregnancy stuff and and that's just I think that's what happens to all of us like maybe one day maybe not um my blog will I'll write about babies but yeah right now (laughs) 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 who knows like at the moment I'm actually thinking of um because I'm renovating a house um, and also setting up a new business, which is a co-working space. Um, so I'm getting really excited about all my like interior design stuff. And I kind of want to start writing a bit about that, oh, which yeah. is totally not what my blog is about. But I'm like, well, because then you kind of think, oh, should I set up a new blog? And, but then having more than one is, oh, my God, such yeah, a nightmare. But just, you know, just write about what you want to write about. If people yeah. don't want to read it, they don't have to read it. Like, it's not... I completely agree with you. And I yeah. yeah, I I think the people that tell you you can't do that tend to have their own agenda and it's either insecurity or they've got an e-course they want to sell you or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I haven't, yeah. uh, since I've changed, since I've been writing less about travel and more about pregnancy, I've gained readers. And I haven't, I haven't, I recently um, sent out an email to subscribers just to who hadn't opened the last like five emails or whatever mm. like do you want to still be on the list and mm. um, like none of them came back so I was like yeah fine so I got rid of like 300 people from the list because mm. I was like well what's the point who cares yeah but, that, yeah but that's it ultimately it's like 300 people yeah of my subscriber list it just isn't that big a deal I don't like no. they, they weren't they weren't even real people anyway because they weren't opening the emails and reading them. So it's definitely yeah. like you should never be scared of it. And you're right. People read every- – everybody reads everybody's blog for the personality normally. Otherwise, yeah, you just exactly. go to Wikipedia. <laughs> so I think there's been a real – I mean, you know I'm not really on Facebook and I'm not yeah. active on it at all. But there's been a real shift, I think – in the probably even the past four or five months with mm. uh, Facebook and Instagram and people talking about the sketchy tactics a lot more, probably not with Facebook mm. actually, but specifically with Instagram. So yeah, so Instagram and Facebook 
Um, yeah. How has um, your kind of relationship changed with them? I, I think I think it's really changed massively yeah, in the past few years. Yeah, I think... I don't know. I think social media has massively changed. It's going to be really interesting to see how it changes over the coming months and years because obviously they have to make money mm. and... But and now it's not just about Facebook and Instagram and Twitter making money, but it's about the people using it making money and they get annoyed and people are making money and they're not making money or blah blah blah. Anyway, it all boils down to money at the end of the day, doesn't it? But um so my what was for years my favourite social media was Twitter. And yeah. it makes me really sad that Twitter isn't what it used to be. And it was so much about like chatting to people and it was such a friendly place and really helpful and you'd always find stuff. And in, in some respects that's still there, but it's become a bit of a just like, here's my blog post, here's my blog post, here's my blog post, yeah. which, I t- which I have a, a thing that sends an old blog post like every six hours or something that I keep meaning to remove. But then I think if I remove it, I won't tweet for a week and then it'll look even worse. But yeah. anyway, it's another thing on my list of things you should do and things you shouldn't <laughs> do and how I don't do the right thing. Um, but yeah, and then with Instagram, it's like I go through phases. Like I really love Instagram. But then, I mean, my followers just never go up or they go up so slowly. It's like, oh, I've had 30 new followers today. Oh, I've had 29 unfollows yes, today. Yeah. Like, it's, um, it's just really frustrating. And um, I just, I don't know, it annoys me because you see people that have got like 50 million followers and they probably follow 50 million people back. And it's just, are those they're not genuine followers. They're just no. people. It's the whole like for like thing. Like yeah. they're not actually liking your post because they really like it or they're really interested in what you have to say or they're interested in the product that you're talking about. They're just liking it because they want you to like your theirs back. And um, yeah, it just becomes a bit frustrating. And then Facebook, I actually really like um, because I find it a bit more genuine. However, Facebook makes it harder and harder for people to see your posts because of their algorithm. Yeah. And so that's the problem with Facebook. So it's kind of, there seems to be a kind of issue with all of them at the moment. I don't really have one that I'm like madly in love with and yeah. use all the time, um, which upsets me because, I mean, I work in social media and I love social media. Yeah. Um, but then I also kind of hate it a bit at the moment as well. So. Yeah. I kind yeah. Of think I obviously love Instagram. I hate Facebook. Um, yeah but also at least Facebook is not as sketchy the only problem is yeah like you say the algorithm I mean unless you're going to pay for posts there's just no point with Facebook anymore yeah Um, yeah exactly and it yeah which is a shame um, but then Instagram and then there was this big thing I don't know if you saw some people chatting on Facebook about Facebook as you do (laughs) and um, (laughs) it was about Facebook have now put in new rules around brands and when you tag a brand in your Facebook post um they're gonna you've got to tag it as like a branded post and all this stuff um and it's like how do they know whether you're being paid or not or like because I put something up on I was skiing um last week and it was a holiday it wasn't a press trip um, and I put something up and tagged Folly Douche because I love it and I had a great time there and I was like, Folly Douche is amazing, I love Folly Douche, but I just, because I love it, not because I was being paid to post it. And they, I didn't get, I haven't been penalised by Facebook, but that's the kind of thing that they yeah. would penalise. Yeah. But And it's kind of, what if it is a genuine thing? And I, I, don't, I don't know, it's tricky. Or as a blogger, is it just that everything is branded because that's what you do? It's, yeah. There's so many grey areas, isn't there, with that, with all of this stuff. So I, I don't, I don't really know what the answer to is. Just play it safe. 
safe. I yeah. Guess. But yeah, no, it's kind of it's kind of bullshit, really, isn't it? Um, it just kind of takes the fun out a bit, a bit really. Yeah, yeah. it does. Um, yeah. So I just think my main tips would be it's so much about networking, like both as a freelancer and a blogger, everything. And it sounds really bad and like totally. It, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know, but it totally is. And um, being a nice person, networking, networking both online and offline um, and meeting people is the way to, you know, learn and also gain new contacts and stuff. And, yeah. and for me, that's that's the most important, important part of it. Um, really good tip. I love that I don't just do my blog and um, I was talking to Monica actually today from the travel hack and saying how because Monica is like a full-time blogger does really really well with it Um, but and sometimes I'm like oh I want to be as big and amazing as Monica her blog she's not very big (laughs) (laughs) she's actually particularly tiny tiny. two babies and she's still she's still tiny but anyway um uh yeah so but and though, yes, that would be wonderful, I definitely don't put in the amount of effort and time that she does, yeah. so I wouldn't expect to be as big. Um, but I'm really happy that I've got, like, all my freelance stuff and I'm setting up this co-working space and I like doing lots of different stuff. And and so it's kind of, it's okay if you don't want to be a full-time blogger. Yeah, and, that's you a good know, And I think it's, we, every single blogger I meet does different stuff and makes money in slightly different ways and and that's just the nature of the game and so yeah don't just completely copy people just do your thing be you do you be you exactly do you sounds a bit weird but yeah be you (laughs) (laughs) and on that point (laughs) (laughs) on that note um where can she gets around (laughs) (laughs) where can everybody find you you're on um so i am so yeah she gets around is my blog and then um i am actually again another golden rule that i've totally broken of um (laughs) I'm Jay Lothrop uh, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Pinterest, but um, because I set them all up before um, my blog, apart from maybe not Instagram because that didn't exist, but um, I copied my Twitter one basically. Yeah. Uh, but on, on Facebook, I'm She Gets Around. So I'm either She Gets Around or Jay Lothrop on everything. I'll, but I'll link I to mix it, it all up. in the show notes. Yeah. Um, And is there anything, any big projects that you're working on blog-wise that you want people to check out? WorkPie? Yeah, look out for WorkPie. WorkPie is uh, my co-working space, which is opening soon if anyone's from Derbyshire. It's very exciting. I'll be writing about it on my blog. Um, But yeah, nothing in particular. I've got a few exciting blog posts coming up. Um, as always, I plan on writing lots over the next two weeks. I'll probably write nothing, maybe <laughs> one post. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, no, uh, I'm going to Glastonbury this year. Maybe I'll write about that. So yeah, uh, you should. Yeah. Um, but yeah, who knows? Every week's different. I don't know what I'm doing week to week. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. So all the just more check reason. out the blog and see what's there. All the more <laughs> reason to um, subscribe to keep up with all your travels. Yes, exactly. On. Travels and other adventures. So like yes. I write a bit about freelance work and fun. Um, and who knows? Maybe I'll start writing about interior. Who oh, knows? Yes, I would love that. It'd be brilliant. Thanks for listening to What She Said. And if you like this episode or any of the other episodes, please think about giving me a lovely rating on iTunes. I really appreciate it. If you want to connect with me, head over to my blog, wanderloose.com, 
or hit me up on Twitter, Instagram or Pinterest where I'm at WanderlooseBlog. Yeah.